We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The national cash word, ladies and gentlemen, cloud. That's cloud. Text cloud to 72881. Be eligible for this hour's national cash word contest on 100.1 FM. And AM 1020 News Radio, KDKA. Also, ladies and gentlemen, check out the app, Odyssey app. Check out the Odyssey app. You will love it. I use it if I'm listening to the shows live. If I want to do a rewind, I've got the show. Therefore, 24 hours, you can listen to anything you missed. And if you're at home and you got the smart speaker, even dummies like me can use. News Radio KDKA, that's News Radio KDKA. Man, we're going to do something this morning that kind of blew my mind. Uh, I had no idea this was an issue. Of course, I have uh, no idea about a lot of things, but... This pertains to the courts um, that a significant number of folks whose parents, whose children are autistic and they're facing a criminal justice system where they have no defense. Um, They're facing a criminal justice system where they end up in mental institutions or incarcerated because no one understood they were autistic. Did you have any idea? I, I just didn't. I, I got I, I to gotta plead ignorance on this. Autism is so prevalent as, as we do more testing, right? As we do more examinations, as we have more doctors actually drilling down on it. But it never crossed my mind, and that's the justice there, it never crossed my mind that autism was relevant or prevalent in the courtroom. And folks, I've sat in hundreds and hundreds of courtrooms over the years. Hundreds. It's amazing. Justice, Kevin Doherty, joining us on the phone this morning. This is an issue very important to him. Justice, how are you? Sir? The pleasure to have you again, sir. Do you remember the last time you were here, Justice? Absolutely. Then I wasn't Justice. I was just a judge. (laughs) You were here with 
our mutual friend, Steve Zappala. Yep, a good man, go through a rough time, but good things happen to those who wait. And hey, talk about good things happening. Congratulations and thank God on your recovery, my friend. A lot of prayers going your way. Chief Justice Kevin Doherty, thank you, sir. Hey, um, I, I got to plead ignorance on this, uh, Justice. I had no idea, and I've sat in on hundreds and hundreds of cases. I would have never thought there could be a situation here where someone's autistic, and as a result, they end up institutionalized or in prison. But this is prevalent, is it not, sir? That's the point, Marty. It's more prevalent than we're aware of, but we're not aware of it because we're not collecting this information, which is one of the reasons I've gone on this. I always thought I was a forward-thinking kind of guy. But I remember back in the day when I was sitting as a trial judge in a juvenile courtroom, I had a, ju- a juvenile who came before me and his behavior, I, were, I was perceiving as to be incorrigible and, and, and rude and delinquent. When, thank God, the mother was there who called me sidebar and said that her child's on the spectrum. It was like a punch in my gut. I didn't know. And then I realized that I know that I don't know. So then I went on a journey uh, to listen, learn, and educate, not only myself, but everybody I come in contact with, which has sent me on this journey. You know, this is fascinating. I was talking to a big, big business owner this morning on the way to work about you in this conversation. And I'm telling him what you're telling me. And he said, my God, that might, might be why I'm having all these issues with my son. I might not even know. How would, it, how would a lawyer know, sir? How would a judge in any courtroom know? And how prevalent is this, sir? Well, you got to understand that one in 59 children in Pennsylvania are diagnosed and one in 45 Pennsylvanians are diagnosed with autism. Now, that's a lot. Now, Mark, let's take, for example, the fact that we are a big state and we have a lot of poor people or just, the, you know, the working poor, as my mom used to say. They're not diagnosed. So we really don't know, coupled by the fact there's always been a stigma attached to this, you know, with mental health and disabilities. But they got to realize autism isn't a disability. It's just a different ability to perceive the world. You know, I always said to my judges and people who come in contact with me, you know, it's not people suffering from disability, uh, from, from autism. It's people who are autistic that are suffering from us not understanding their perception of the world. Now, let's put that in a box and bring that box into a courtroom with all the different things that we have in a courtroom. The judges, the robe, the bench, guns, big words, law enforcement, wood. Imagine, it, 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 you don't get the warm and fuzzies when you walk into the courtroom no. when you're not on the spectrum. Imagine the perceptual deprivation they have or the overload when you do. And as I always say, we're only as good as the information we get. How am I going to get quality information if somebody tells me that the individual before me, whether it's a victim or a defendant or a witness, a juror, or even an employee, is on the spectrum, and I'm not aware of it. And too many people try to hide this stuff. And I just want people to be aware that, yo, it's okay to be who you are. God made each and every one of us perfectly. State Supreme Court Justice Kevin Doherty, you know what, sir, you know this. This goes back even before they get to court. Police officers don't know, man, right? Oh, no, not at all. But you know what? 
through this program, we have worked hand in glove with the Department, Pennsylvania's Department of Public Welfare, or now it's called DHS, Department of Human Services, their Bureau of Autism, as well as we're working with Drexel University's Autism, but we've reached out and we're working with Pennsylvania State Police. They've designated educators. We're dealing with the local police departments. We're dealing with mental health agencies. We're trying to get out of our silo mentality, and we're trying to become a, 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 facility, a, a facilitator, for no better terms, to bridge the gap between the need and the resources. We have tremendous resources out there. But the reason I'm doing regional tours and I'm coming out west, yeah. one, because our Chief Justice Max Bears of Pittsburgh people, as well as three other of my colleagues, out of seven members on my bench, four are from Pittsburgh. I'm the lone Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, where I come from, you guys have the accent. But when I'm on my court, I guess I have the accent. I don't hear a Mark. thing, sir. Can you hold on for a minute? Can you hear, Can yeah. you hold on, sir? Yeah. I love him. Phone's blown up from business owners who offering their services to anyone with autism, from lawyers saying, I see this all the time, to cops saying, it's so prevalent in the crimes that are committed. I'm lucky enough to have Pennsylvania Supreme Court Justice Kevin Doherty with me. Hey, Kevin, depending on the study, Justice, it's suggesting that autism is relevant in crimes in variance from 5 to 26%. Could it be that high, sir, that one oh, in four of those committing crimes have autism? It could be. The problem is we're not doing a good job collecting that data, Mark. we got to start asking these questions. Instead of just saying, is there anything you want to tell us because we're being polite, we got to be real. This is about being, as, my, as the kids say, real, real. I need to know that we need people to be self-advocates or those who are on the spectrum and may have uh, communication concerns. We need somebody with them so that we are informed. We judges, we're only as good as the information we get. And my attitude is, as Mark Twain said, the secret of getting ahead is getting started. So that's why on June 17th, this Thursday, from 11 to 1, we're coming to the western part of the state. We save the best for last. So that's why we're coming your way. It's going to go from Erie down to you guys. Um, and what I want everyone to understand is that we have a panel where we're just going to have trying to have candid discussions. I got a self-advocate. I also have, uh, from homegrown Pittsburgh, your new estate representative, Jessica Benham. Not only is she on the spectrum, but she's also a self-advocate and a Pennsylvania legislator, the very first. You know, I have judges, the president judge from Westmoreland County, Rita Hathaway, as well as retired Allegheny County judge, Bill Ward. We have lots of people. I have uh, the Pennsylvania State Police. I have Captain King, Captain Reed, and Lute I mean, and Lieutenant Reed. These are people that the Pennsylvania State Police have uh, pinpointed as their liaison to educate. So when we get mental health providers and we get lawyers and we get law enforcement and judges, uh, we're lucky. You know, God's been good to us. You know, as they say, we, we have an open window, and I'm trying to get as much through as I can. Justice, are there, are there a significant number of men and women in prison right now because they had autism and were not diagnosed and are now institutionalized or incarcerated, sir? 
I would be I, I, honestly, that's the purpose of this tour. My answer is we know that there are some for those who have informed us. But as a result of these listening tours, I got to tell you, Mark, I had gotten a phone call from a woman up uh, who's a representative up in part of the, the topper part of our state. I don't necessarily want to say the county, sure. but here an individual sat in prison because the person's autistic. The judge wasn't aware of it. The court officer wouldn't let the parent in to tell the judge. The police were not aware of it. Incarcerated. The, the, the guy decompensated. As a result of the decompensation, he acted out, which resulted in violations, which resulted in incarceration. What are we doing? Yeah. Incarceration's not the answer. Treatment and therapy is. Man. So at the end so, of the day, are you trying to change law? Are you trying to raise awareness? What are you, At the end of the day, sir, what are you trying to accomplish? Big picture. At the, at the end of the day, I want to, one, make everyone aware that the judicial system is not the end of the road that the judicial system is actually a beacon of hope so that those who come through us, and guess what? We see everyone. Our court system transcends gender, race, creed, and socioeconomics. So I just want to be able to create awareness and, if necessary, change the laws. But more so, I just want to change people's minds. And I know that I don't know. So after this tour, I'm going to regroup with my stakeholders, Department of... uh, excuse me, Department of Human Services, Bureau of Autism from the state, and anybody else that wants to hold my hand to help me go through this so that we can, one, educate our judges and educate the public, but whatever has to be done. Because once we deal with autism, we're going to be able to deal with any adversity that people face when they enter our judicial system. Chief Justice Kevin Doherty, you're my man. Uh, you are um, the man. You are no, just an unbelievable pleasure, sir. Hey, listen, Marty, I, I told you a long time ago when you were uh, you were gracious enough to let me come talk to you when I was running for this job, that now that I've been blessed and the voters put us in, maybe I should do some of the things I promised us to do. And I used to say I want to take on the road our ability growing up as, you know, what my mom called our, 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 our working poor. Um, I want to make sure everybody has an opportunity, equal opportunity in the court system. Old school, man. You're a pleasure, sir. Thank you. Hey, thank you. God bless. And you got my prayers going your way for continued help, Bob. All right, my man. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 